Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. Here we are, a few hours from sundown, um, trying to mix a sense of frivolity today and enjoyment of a holiday that's very different, obviously, because we're not in person, but still filled with joy uh, and also a sense of sobriety uh, in, in all senses of the word, right? Sobriety in some ways is the anti-forum because of the, the notion of, of, of drinking and sometimes over-drinking on this holiday. But I'm also using the word sobriety in terms of the soberness of the soul. So this is going to be a non-sticky meditation. I thought about it. Should I do something funny and, and, and gimmicky? And then I realized that there, there's room for shtick on forum and there's room for spiel and I think a soul needs meditation even and especially on those days. So this is going to go just going to be a meditation. It's going to be based on a, on a, on a little teaching on, on the Parsha that I'll share with you very briefly here. And then we'll go into it in a meditative way. It comes from the uh, Torah Tamima by Baruch Halevi Epstein uh, in Minsk in the late 19th, early 20th century. He was the son of uh, the author of the Aruch HaShulchan, if you're familiar with that uh, halachic work. And he writes a wonderful commentary on the Torah based on, 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 on different midrashim that appear in the verses. And he focuses on one word, Eilecha, in the opening lines of Parshat Tetzaveh. Parshat Tetzaveh is mostly about the garments that the Kohanim would wear during service, but it begins with lighting um, the, the, the menorah and the, 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 the fire that's going to burn the incense. And it says, Vaikhu Eilecha Shemen Zayat that you shall bring shemen zayat, um, very pure olive oil, elecha, to you. And the Torah theme of quotes the Talmud and says, why is it to you, right? That the, you, you're, you're the one bringing it. You don't, you're not bringing it to yourself, right? It should be, bring to me the purest olive oil that you will use to light the flame in my temple. It's my temple, not yours. And the Torah Tanima's read on it through the, through the Talmud is that this is, the, the, the Torah's way of hinting at you that even though our, we are a community that doesn't, and a tradition that does not overly highlight the aesthetic and the material, it also should be that our ritual realms and our ritual spaces and our ritual practices should be beautiful and should delight the senses, that the incense is there for you. God doesn't need it to smell good. God doesn't need it to be lit. It's for you to walk into the place that is a the center of your spiritual life and feel like you're in a place of beauty, right? Um, and that, and not a place of schmutz, right? There's a certain kavod you might uh, want to ascribe to God's abode, but it's, it's kavod for you, for you to feel a certain way in that space, not for God to feel a certain way. And just as a parenthesis, um, you know, there's nothing in the, in the laws of mikvah, that suggests that a mikvah should be spa-like, that has to be comf- you know, particularly comfortable or beautiful. But hidur mitzvah would suggest it should be. And I've been to some beautiful mikvah in the world, and I've been to some yucky ones that that follow the letter of the law. So it, it's a kosher mikvah, but it, you have to work hard to imagine being an aesthetic spiritual experience. Might as well meld them both. So um, that's what the Torah Tumimah says on why the Shemen Zayat is for you, not for God. And we're going to jump off of that in much less of a frontal way, which is going to play with an image of it in the uh, meditation that we're about to do. Okay, so uh, sorry for too much of an intro when you're ready. Oh, 
Sometimes we need to sigh louder than other days. Close your eyes. Take a nice big breath. When you let it out, I can't hear you anyway. No one else can. Even if I could, I'd be open to it. Give a gashry. Give a sigh. Vocalize your breath. There's something about the vibration of our vocal cords that changes how air comes out. And if you want to be reductionist about it, that's what speech is. Right? It's breath. It's just been vibrated enough to make sound. There's something about that that is cathartic, not to produce content, but just to add a tingle to the body as your cords vibrate. Allows you to express the air with a little more force. And start descending. Imagine that you are kind of walking down a circular pathway, not a staircase, just a slowly sloping but circular cylindrical walkway down. But every step you take, gentle, brings you deep into a place. And that place that you're going to is not a dark dungeon that you might associate with such a walkway, but just a place of beauty. There's calm down there. There's light down there. There's lightness of being down there. There is ease down there. There is openness down there. There is release down there. Just walk your way into that mode and into that conceptual space. And while you are down there, and your muscles begin to relax, and your shoulders droop, and your chin opens up a bit, and your eyeballs sag in their sockets, and your eyebrows release their tension, and your brow releases its furrows. And as you feel a warmth of a non-slumbering restfulness. I just want you to see where your mind goes when I ask you to invite in your own mind your axis of ritual life, spiritual life, how it intersects your axis of aesthetic life. One is an X and one is a Y. And zoom in on that intersection at the geometric zero comma zero point on the graph. What jumps into your mind as the beauty of a spiritual tradition is wedded to the beauty of an aesthetic world. 
Is it a beautiful etch rogue that you've purchased or maybe grown? Is it a Torah scroll that you enjoy reading from because it is beautiful and its story is meaningful to you? That is how you designed your chuppah or your ketubah. Is it what your Shabbat table from childhood or now smelled like? How everyone looked around that table. Is it a beautiful sanctuary? Even though prayer can take place in a hovel, is it a room that has grandeur immediately? And now shift in your mind's eye from whatever associations were present for you, from a reminiscence to a looking forward, the next opportunity you might have to enhance the access, the axis of the aesthetics, even in a humble way, as it crosses your axis of ritual. Tonight is an opportunity perhaps for how the Shabbat meal is presented. How a Shabbat greeting is given. How the delight of the spirit is wedded to the delight of our eyes and our ears and our noses and our mouths. See if you can pinpoint a fusion coming up that you can make more great. Which in its own way is a kavod for Hashem because it is a kavod for you in your service of Hashem. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. I don't have my meditation gong with me, so I'm just going to end it with my voice. But I will share the closing prayer so we can say it together. We say three times through, may we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. 
May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. I say to you all, namaste, and shalom, and shabbat shalom, and chag parim sameach, and be well. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.